Pompeo, welcome back to the Reader Copy Podcast for January 25. <laughs> my name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host Daniel. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everyone to the podcast. I want to shout out to you guys for joining us here. Thank you. Shout out to you. You know, pat yourself on the back. You got here with us, us brothers. You're a brother too now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any more brothers. <laughs> I don't want the one I have. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. Well, you got yourself a podcast partner then. How about that? Okay. We'll yeah. split up. How are we going to uh, break up our podcast? How, are we going to split really? it down the middle? Am I getting the, what do I get? Do I get the 50 followers that we have? What? I think it's, um, first of all, uh, it's whoever lasts the longest, I think. Okay. Whoever doesn't quit. It's an Ironman competition. Gotcha. Okay. And I think winner takes all. Mm. So whoever takes their hand off of the podcast first loses it. <laughs> yeah. Whoever stops dancing, you have to keep dancing. <laughs> oh, is that a challenge? <laughs> Are we getting graded at the end? Because if, if so, if style points matter, I'm winning. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen um like a YouTube channel where it's like run by a couple or something like that? And then they split up. Oh, I no, actually, no, I've never seen You've that. You've never seen those YouTube channels? I, I've seen YouTube channels with couples for sure, but as yeah. far as them like splitting up and... Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, I've seen that before, like like the big ones, but then it's it's very awkward, like who gets what. Exactly. That's a big deal. Yeah. Because little did they know, like YouTube revenue and um, followers and all that, it's like actually big, big money, even if they're not that famous. Yeah. It's like you can't really... Because it's hard to measure. That. It's like, hard, like, yeah. You can't split the followers down the middle. You, right. These goes because this is this channel, right? Yeah. Like, how do you div- uh, like divorce papers or whatever? Like, married couples. Like, get, like, yeah. Like, how do they? It's like, you get the kids, I get the subscribers. It's <laughs> <laughs> a way more. It's a better deal. <laughs> yeah, I know some that they've had to split it, yeah. and um, I think what they did was like for a, a temporary time yeah. while there's like in the middle of it. The other person started a YouTube channel and they're heavily like, hey, make sure to follow this other person's YouTube channel. And it looks like they're still together. It looks like they just started another one. And then they try to like catch it up and then they split up. Oh, I think I've seen that before. Yeah. Where they like, this other person gets one because they know they're going to break off. Yeah. And then just like, yeah, follow it. Okay. But they pretend like, oh, we're still together. We're just starting another one. Bad news, guys. Yeah. I think that's actually a common like a YouTube formula video is like people like, oh, this is the breakup video. Yeah. That's like the apology video. Like the- uh, Right. Sorry. It's like, that's a common thing that people love to watch. There's times where like, I don't follow this channel. I don't know any of these people. None of their videos are of my interest. Are on your formula? Yeah. Yeah. But I'll watch their breakup video. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) I have no idea. There's no context about who you are, but... I want to know what's going to happen now. <laughs> Let me picture what you're like. You're like, oh, oh. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen to them. And that's the only video you're ever going to watch of them, right? Yeah. Because you don't care. What, I don't care what happens. Because that literally means I'm getting half of this video. Now, I'm never going to watch channel. them. What, what I'll do is I'll watch them um, kind of like in reverse chronological order. Right. And I try to find the clues. Ooh. Uh, he didn't held his hand on the girl too long. Right. Looked in the hand. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, one the dog likes one of them more. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think um, there are YouTube channels? Because a lot of them are couples. That um, if they didn't have a channel, they would have broken oh, up already. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, stay together for the kids. The kids are the s- subscribers. Oh, right? I see. Right. Yeah. Right. They right. can't take it. And also, there's the money maker still. So, <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think a lot of couples. That's their hobby, so they at least mm. they have something to do. Yeah. They're in front of a camera. In a way, it's like um, I was raised on television. Yeah. These people on YouTube that, that watch their channels, they're raised by them. By those people. By the like, people oh, of the of the channel. Like who's like who's your 
your TV parent? Danny Tanner? like Probably like a Danny Tanner. A Tony Danza? Probably like a Roseanne. Roseanne, right. Those are your TV parents. So it's like yeah. that for the YouTube generation. Yeah. The, the Zoomers, as right. I should who's, say. Who's Mr. Beast? Is that their dad? <laughs> <laughs> that's like your older brother that's like very... I, I wish he was my older brother. Oh, okay. He's like the Uncle Joey? <laughs> uh, he's the Uncle Joey, yeah. The giving one, the rich one. Yeah, I never even heard of this guy until he was like, he's young, incredibly rich. He's younger than me. Did you know that? <laughs> really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Is he like one of the richest like YouTubers? No, he's the richest YouTuber. Oh, the richest. And he's one of the richest people. I mean, like literally. From burgers? <laughs> Have you ever actually ordered one of those? Because no. I'm, I'm very curious. Again, like I've never even heard of this guy. Until it's too late. Well, yeah. I mean, the YouTube channels or whatever, like he gives stuff away. But the burger thing is what I want to talk about. Okay. It's interesting. They they like take over a, a kitchen yeah. and rent it out for a certain area, hours. Mm -hmm. And then you order it. And then that, they don't have an actual location. It's just you order it from a so it's just random burger places that have rent out that burger kitchen for a while. And yeah. then they deliver it to you. I, I did hear about this. And I think it was genius idea because... This started during the pandemic. Yeah, that's right. And it was really just to support restaurants. No, it's not. It's to make money. No, but the restaurants needed the help because they yeah. were not getting things. So they, they partnered with him to make burgers and they would get a cut. To keep going, yeah. But I still think he makes a lot of money from it. Yeah. Gotta be. Uh, it's gotta be, yeah. Because yeah. there's like almost no overhead for him. Right. He just has to slap his name on it and the little yeah. tiger saber tooth thing. Have you tried it? No, but I'm curious because I want to know about the uh, consistency compared to other. That's true. I want to go somewhere else. It's not like a chain. It's random restaurants i want to go eat it, east uh, mr beast burger in every country you think there's like a beast mode burger from marshall lynch uh i would believe it because he just probably same thing slap his name on I it i think he has like an alcohol or something does he have a deal with skittles like a skittles flavor <sighs> the, he marshall should make it like a, com a competitor to skittles that's what he should do no he's in good with them right yeah but like i don't think skittles would make their own like partner with him so he should just make his own well i think as far as getting your own flavor maybe but i think he's in the commercial Commercials, isn't he? Or am I just imagining oh. this? He is just a walking Skittles commercial, though, because he's just always eating them. Yeah, so why would you pay him? He's already <laughs> <laughs> advertising. He doesn't need the money. Yeah, but he's like my favorite athlete. Really? Him? Yeah. Just because he's entertaining. He's entertaining. He's very funny. I like him, and I don't even watch him play football. <laughs> he's fun. <laughs> I like him on the American uh, Bake Shop. Bake I was going to say the American British Bake Off. <laughs> Well, but he was on yeah. that yeah, the American version of the British Bake Off it was really funny him on that yeah he like made like a lemon cake that floored everybody yeah so he's multifaceted yeah baker <laughs> football player TV host you didn't even know he was a football player well, he's a like he plays soccer yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well um, if you're new to the show, thank you for tuning in. It's a new year. Uh, I think it just turned Lunar New Year also. Oh, yeah. Happy yeah. Lunar New Year. Do you know how that works? So the moon moves and then time goes forward and then it's the new year. And then it's like we shine a light on a different animal. Oh, is that how it is? The moon, <laughs> the moon lights on a different animal. Yeah. It's, it's the, the year of the rabbit now. That's right. Yeah. The, the hair, is that what it is? How, how many um, different animals are there? Twelve. Right? In the, in the, or on the earth. <laughs> 12 12 okay so yeah I, want, I don't know how they decide that is that only yeah one of them is the dragon <laughs> <laughs> no but like i know lunar new year several countries follow that but is it only chinese culture that does the animals per year kind of thing i don't think so i think it's is that all lunar new year cultures have you ever seen like a placemat mm -hmm. in a non-chinese place that serves like all the zodiac signs like what is it like korean at, at Japanese. Restaurant? <laughs> At Olive Garden. At, at, Olive at Garden. a Takaria. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it's the year of the chupacabra. <laughs> That would make sense. Like each country has a different twelve animals. Mm, yeah, I like that. Yeah. So like, it's the year of the bald eagle in here in America. Next <laughs> <laughs> year's the year of the turkey, right? What That's other American like indigenous animals are there? Like bison, um, buffalo. No, it's not bison. New Jersey buffalo. devil. <laughs> <laughs> buffalo works. Yeah. 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 That's a mythical animal now. Um, avocado. I don't know. <laughs> avocado toast. I like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, thank you for tuning in. Why don't you explain how the show works? Here at Read a Copy, split up into three bits. First up, we'll run down the comic book news that came in this week. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book. And we're doing Batgirl this week. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories we've been watching, reading, and entertainment we've watched this week. Let's dive into the news. You know how, like, the last week or so of the year, you kind of have like a senioritis. Maybe you're not really working as hard as you should at work. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're kind of just like waiting for the clock to get to five. Listless, yeah. Maybe. Right? Yeah, and lazy. Then, and then, uh, you know, the holidays go and the New Year's happens and you still kind of feel that way for a little bit. Like uh, maybe you have a New Year's resolution, but you're not trying that hard. Yeah. When uh, when does that wear off? The next year? I don't know. Mine is usually around March. Okay. <laughs> when I start getting back to business. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn, when are you going to get back to business? <laughs> he said we were supposed to get like an update on their slate. Soon. That's right. Yeah. Where, where's that at? He said he was going to come up in the beginning of the year. It's the beginning of the year. <laughs> With our luck, he's going to say it in between us recording and posting this episode. By the end of the sentence. <laughs> But apparently he's been having meetings. I think he had, well, obviously he had a meeting with Henry Cavill. Yeah. That uh, was more of like an exit interview. Yeah. And I, I wonder if he had a meeting with Gal Gadot or just saying, no, we're not going to have one. We're not going to do yeah. a third. I, I don't know if they did have a meeting or not. Exactly, right? I, I know he had a, they had a meeting with Ben Affleck. Oh, that's right. Yes. And it was more like, um, I think the rumor is they want Ben Affleck to direct something. Yeah. So they want him. Yeah. They're not trying to boot him out. Yeah. I think Ben Affleck wouldn't feel that hurt about like getting the boot if, if mm. they didn't want anything to do with him. Yeah, it seemed like he was just like half interested all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think the most interested was Jason Momoa. He's talked about his interview or meeting with them. And it sounds like he's got like high hopes for future of him and DC movies. That's right. You can find a video of him, I think on Twitter, of him walking out of the Warner Brothers DC office. And he's like doing his like scream like, Choo! he's really enjoying it i think so the the big question is is this future for his aquaman character i mean from what we know they're restarting from scratch it looks like so even whether he's made you a billion dollars or not and you're getting in a second movie yeah i thought we're done with that character totally right yeah i don't see him even though i've seen him multiple times as aquaman in my head it's like i don't he's not the ideal aquaman for me oh so what's your ideal aquaman blue eyes blonde hair wow oh okay first off i was gonna say female what (laughs) Um, uh, with a wife and uh, an adopted Asian child. Okay, that was my ideal Aquaman. <laughs> well, my Aquaman, ideal Aquaman, he's actually missing a hand, so he's okay. You know, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, but no, I just, I just see Jason Momoa as a different character, probably better. That's I think he has he sees himself in that way too. Yeah, because I think he's making a full bet on trying to be Lobo for the next universe. Which is almost like. To a T, perfect. I think so. He just needs like a little bit, maybe like some powder on his face and he's yeah. there, right? I think he just needs to calm down a little bit. <laughs> 
stop uh, using dudes as surfboards and then, you know, chill out. Like, I, every his lines in the Justice League movie seem like Lobo lines. Yeah, that's kind of true, right? <laughs> Hoorah! Yeah. <laughs> Does he do that? Yeah, he says that at one point. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I he's a, he's an alien biker, and I think that's what he is already. Yeah. Right? Uh, he's he's halfway there. He's halfway, yeah, most of the way there. Uh, we can get Lenny Kravitz, if we, he needs a brother... <laughs> What what are they called? Kanzarians or whatever? The freaking alien they are? I don't know. If we need another one, you got one right there. (laughs) You know, keep it in the family. Uh, Yeah, it just um, Aquaman doesn't feel like... Like Aquaman's supposed to be like the king of the oceans. And I know they kind of went a different way with it. But it just doesn't seem like Jason Momoa is going to be like a ruler. You know what I mean? I think that's what they were going for, right? With the storyline of him, like... If there is a storyline of him, like... (laughs) There is a story. Like... Uh, regrettingly taking up the mantle because yeah. he's the only one. He's the crowned sure. one. Yeah. Um. So I think, but it, I mean, that the storyline really doesn't matter. It made a billion dollars because it's a feast That's, for your I eyes. I can't believe that. Yeah. Right. It's it's the DC movie in I think their whole like Biggest, lifetime yeah. that's made the most money. Which so. I can't. I that just has to be timing because that oh. came out like Christmas with nothing else around it. I think. I think it's the most international marketable movie that's just because it's just visual and then subtitles yeah that's true right he has an appeal <laughs> that's true maybe it's because he's you yeah. really don't know what he is right <laughs> every every everyone can see themselves as jason momoa right myself even right? <laughs> okay sure. I can, all I'll, right since he's leaving the job of aquaman i'll take it and it's fine yeah i'm, I'm fine taking second you know being second suggested mm, all right we'll see <laughs> i just think it's so funny that um, James Gunn, uh, yeah, he's basically Uncle Phil. He's like tossing out Henry Cavill like his Jazzy Jeff out of his Valor <laughs> <laughs> mansion. And then he's having Jason Momoa as uh, Will Smith. He's like welcoming into his house. Live with me. <laughs> Stay here. <laughs> I do think um, James Gunn like has a type of actor he likes to work with. What do you and, mean, like Goofy? Yeah. And, and then when he finds them, he works with them over and over. That's true. And I wouldn't be surprised if all the Guardians end up doing DC movies. Yeah. yeah. All I, the Guardians? Yeah. Because wow. I think um, Dave Bautista already is like, I can't wait to work with James Gunn again. And that's going to be a DC thing probably because that's what James Gunn is doing. Um, what do you think like the other Guardians could fit in a, is there like a role you could picture them in? Um, who, honestly, the one I want most, like I don't have a character yet, but I want um, Chris Pratt probably mm-hmm. to be in there first because well, I mean, he, for a long time he got so many roles and then and he's still getting some roles, but there may be more like on the Amazon side, maybe he's streaming, <laughs> but I want to see him uh, big again because I, I think he, he deserves it. I think yeah. he can, what role would work for that i don't know because I, I i don't want it to be too similar to a star lord either because initially i was like maybe like a guy gardner but then i was oh, like that's no. a green lantern that's same thing in space i want to see maybe a totally different thing would he be a good uh green arrow oliver oh, maybe uh, like a younger version oh he's not that young but like more if nah, he's I don't gone think through so. he's because he's not going to be as hard-nosed as the Stephen ml one maybe yeah you know the lighter side when he has to talk to batman or whatever or booster gold is that is that, <laughs> okay, too, is that too much say, we just say booster gold <laughs> is that too much uh star lord that's basically the same thing it's kind of the same thing yeah yeah but i, I prefer more than green arrow <laughs> 
I'm just saying that because he's blonde. Um, I think um, because James Gunn works with these actors on set versus the actors that are just doing voiceover, I don't think he's as close to like Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper, who I constantly forget they're in the MCU. Oh, right. Because they're just the voices. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, th- I bet he's more close to the, their body doubles, like doing the actual, right? right? Yeah. Like, one's his brother. <laughs> yeah. And one is just a tree, <laughs> an actual tree. He's more close to a tree than Vin Diesel. I can believe that. Yes. <laughs> I think most people are. <laughs> uh, I think uh, he actually put out like a notice to like the the news that is like we just want to work with people who are cool to work with. Mm. Like he actually said that out loud. Ooh, so he's like, we don't want you, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's it. I think these- I'm friends with Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I think like. DC has like some baggage there already with like disputes between their directors and the okay. actors yeah. and then their main star of Flash like that's kind of a whole debacle so mm-hmm. I think they're just like let's make it easy on us uh, right let's get rid of all the headache people oh, and the people were adding just make sure they're fun <laughs> that like who's who's joining the crew mm-hmm. the recruits right I think that's their whole like number one on their who they're gonna hire yeah, I can see that. It's not always going to be James Gunn that's like, you know, in the director's seat. True. So I wonder if, you know, it doesn't have to be those same people. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But as far as who's going to... I wonder what kind of different factions they'll, they'll grow out of this. Like, Because, you know, Marvel has its own, like, different yeah. cliques. It looks like from the outside in. Do, like, you, do you think um, James Gunn's going to be successful? Oh, in all? In all. Because, like, there's a chance, like, people don't like the next... Five or six movies that DC comes out that's under his plan, and you know they start over again. It's not unheard of. Yeah, I I think it's going to be successful. I'm I'm just going to say now. I, I all signs point to it being pretty good, unless there's more drama to bring about. But I think we've gotten past that with him already. And I think I don't think we're going to get more from more people unless it's from uh, like Ezra Miller, honestly. <laughs> Right. What else? What do you think? I mean, what science? I'm, I'm just people um, are either like, "Boo, you're changing too much stuff," or, yeah. or "Yay, it's going to be brand new and great." I think there's a middle ground of like, I don't like this either. You don't like what's the results? Yeah, because like I don't love everything James Gunn has made. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Guardians. Two could have been a lot better. Well, I mean, that's your opinion. I love that movie. <laughs> I think it's great. So I, I, I get it. Can't see uh, your okay. side. It couldn't get that much better to you. No, because it's that good. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like it's going to be pretty good. Uh-huh. I think Jason Momoa, it's not going to confuse anybody too much. You get it. He's one guy's yeah. underwater, one guy's white, right? <laughs> okay. I mean, like paper white, like totally uh, different. Looks I want different. my guy underwater to be white. So that's what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. What What if uh, Aquaman for what, Chris oh, Pratt? You, oh, hmm. I guess that could work. They have to play around with the joke, like where he's really the butt of the joke. You know, like, remember that Brave and the Bold cartoon? Yeah. Aquaman's, like, smiling and is like, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> straight up like a, a square. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, I think that might work. Mm-hmm. But Aquaman does have depth. Like, you're talking about the missing hand thing. Like, that's one of the most tragic stories kind of thing in um, in all of DC Comics. Like, the sacrifice that he did. Yeah. But that was, like, an Aquaman that was so headstrong of being a leader already. I never yeah. saw Jason Momoa doing that because of yeah, what you said. He's too jokey. He's too bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like Aquaman stands up against like Superman sometimes. Yeah. If they're underwater. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I can't believe it. 
Um, what is really good though, and I like about DC, their track record is way better with their animated movies. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Um, there's great ones like Under the Red Hood. There's um, the New Frontier one, which I also liked. Yeah, I like the uh, Red Sun one. Yeah, that was good. Um, there was one, um, the Teen Titans one. Oh, Judas Contract? Yeah. You like that one? That was not bad. That was pretty good. I gandered at the uh, Justice League Dark ones. Oh, yeah. Those are pretty fun. You know, there was a, a Suicide Squad one that was really good. Oh, yeah. But what was weird about that was it was in the video game universe, the Arkham Knights. Really? The Arkham uh, video games. I never knew that. Yeah. Oh. Which was kind of weird. <laughs> Huh. But, and that's not the only time they've done it. Like I think there's Injustice you're right, uh, yeah. cartoon movies. I wonder if those are good. I haven't mm. seen them yet. But Well, they're making another one. Uh trailer just dropped for Batman, The Doom That Came to Gotham. Yeah. And this looks like um, the more of a cult side of DC Comics. Yes. The um, Cthulhu, Lovecraftian side of things that they're injecting into Gotham, into Batman. Yeah. How do you feel about this? Just a general overview. Like, do you want this Batman mixing into this type of stuff? Because there's... Uh, I think like Batman changes depending on his surrounding characters. True. So like if it's just a solo Batman thing, usually it's a little more of the detective style Batman. Right. And if it's with Justice League, it's more of like the loner kind of badass Batman. He's the outlier, yeah. Yeah. And then and then they try to fit him in this stuff where it's like dark and magical stuff. Yeah. And it's I it's only because Batman one is cool. And two, it's like dark, like in the shadows, <laughs> in the shadows kind of stuff, right? That it works. But he's not, he doesn't have superpowers. He doesn't know how to do magic. Yeah. He's so, far from it. So I know why they do it for a marketing standpoint, but it's not always a good fit. But this one is also like a different version. This is more of like the, looks like the Gotham by Gaslight version of Batman. Is that what it is? He has that same costume. He's, it's got like um, the Sherlock Holmes coat. Yeah. Right. Still got the mask on. So yeah. maybe it is like a, like a, old version of him yeah what is this set like the 20s early 1900s of victorian era i don't know i don't I, whenever i say those eras i don't never know in the time frame of when they are so it's victoria queen victoria time right and i don't know when that oh. was <laughs> so I, oh I don't know what to tell you but I do, I do like the Lovecraftian side of things. Like I like that, but maybe I'm on your side. It doesn't fit into Batman, right? You would want it just without Batman. Honestly, I think I would. Like I'd like a cartoon movie with that. That's kind of yeah. cool. There's a character in the trailer that I think you really like. Is um. Uh Yellow monster guy. Etrigan. Etrigan. <laughs> yeah. That's, what, That's what they call him. Yellow monster guy. They also call him Jason Blood. Yeah. Right? He's like a dude that can transform into a demon whenever mm -hmm. he wants. Yeah. And he rhymes sometimes when he's a demon. So I, he's the best rapper of all time. Yeah. Remember <laughs> Tupac? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that character is really cool and he's in the trailer. Yeah. I think he's going to be heavily involved. He's usually Batman's entryway into mm -hmm. the occult stuff. Um, some of the demons look cool in it. Like there's like a fire d demon. There's like a plant yeah. thing. So it's, I think they're going to throw in a bunch of different things. I think they're going to be in the Arctic, I believe is where it starts off. Oh, really? And then there's Mr. Freeze is part of the story too. Oh, interesting. So they're throwing in, you know, a lot of Batman Making stuff it fit in, in that there. world. Yeah, it kind of works. Um, all the other mainstays, Jim Gordon, uh, uh, Thomas Wayne at a certain point in the trailer. I think, um, there's their version or that time frame versions of Killer Croc that he fights. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's not exactly, you know, what they look like in traditional Batman comics. So I like it. It's, it's almost like an Elseworlds, I guess. Yeah, I believe so. I think this is an Elseworlds thing. Yeah. Maybe it gets overshined by Gotham by Gaslight, but mm-hmm. this comic book, it's a, a Mike Mignola one. Oh, okay. That totally makes seems sense. like his thing. Right? Yeah. I, so I, that's the one thing I wish about these cartoon movies is it would have the style of the original comic Artwork. book. Because it's not. They kind of form fit them all to like, we can animate this pretty easy. It's the same. Like, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's like American anime. It's kind like, of. they're using, I'm guessing the same animation studio. Right. And you want them to learn a new art style each time. Yeah, I do. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> I just, how I feel about it. I get it. It's, it, they have to get it out there, but I like mm-hmm. the Mike McNall art too. I think it would be interesting if it's like a different style. And all. Yeah. I'm, I'm not always in love with that style. Yeah. It is kind of weird sometimes. Yeah. But I mean, it'd be cool to see a different style animated. Just a switch up, you know? Yeah. That's how I feel. Uh, I think this has to do with Ra's al Ghul, maybe. Yeah. Because it looks like he falls into the Lazarus pit. Something. Even though you see the trailer, I don't know this, the plot or the story. Because uh, there's a lot of like, just like random shots of him Batmaning. That's true, yeah. You, there's some type of evil book involved, right? Yeah. Some, it says like some monsters reawoken or something. He's summoning something apparently. So he's doing that type of thing accidentally. Yeah. Um, and then he's like the doom is... Co- oh, that's the one thing I don't like about the trailer. I don't like the voice actor. It's not who I want it to be. I, it's not Kevin Conroy. Yeah, but I think RP. It's, it's also not the other from like the last movies. So, I mean, this is a different Batman, right? It's I guess. an Elseworlds. But it gets someone else worlds. <laughs> I want Batman to have a Cockney accent. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> Blimey, Alfred. And then Alfred's American. <laughs> yeah, but that, I think this is going to maybe I'll, I'll take a peek at These are like, kind of like, uh, I have nothing on it. It's on HBO Max or they'll watch yeah. it. It's one of those type of things. There's a shot where he gets very Doctor Strange and he sits down on like cross-legged on the floor around like a bunch of like symbols oh i'm like that's not batman doesn't do that (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't do that it's not his free time (laughs) yeah i I, maybe we have no idea what does his bat cave look like maybe it is more candles yeah right (laughs) candles instead of computers yeah yeah if he didn't have computers back then what is he studying it'd have to be occult stuff it's just um big magnifying glasses and (laughs) and then like newspaper articles that's real detective work mm-hmm. okay okay um i hope he does cooler stuff in this than that but <laughs> i don't know the plot like i said but i'm interested and it might be um good it might be something totally different yeah i, th- I think it's, it's gonna be pretty good yeah i think um when you said like you he sees like thomas wayne and some stuff i think there's mostly hallucinations oh, is my guess so? so yeah I, I don't i don't know exactly who the i don't even know who the big bad is of the of i the picture movie. it's like something about like the doom is like him like entering hell or something like that and he's like what mm. you can't be here or whatever yeah and then you learn something about his past or whatever well, he's okay. always learning about things about thomas wayne that's like messed up yeah isn't that like a trope i think it's like a thing like now it's like um changing someone's a little bit of someone's backstory yeah and that's like one of the things that people creators do is like make his parents who everyone believed was like these great people um, kind of skew them in a bad light like that's a big crux i mean they did that in the movie yeah the last one yeah it, it wasn't turned out to be not true kind of but for a while he believed it yeah i guess so i guess i i 
I'm curious about this one because of the whole uh, mystical stuff. Yeah. Does it work for Batman? But who's the DC character that's like super powerful in magic, whatever, but he's like a kid? Oh, is he like a. Um, he's like a cat? Yeah. The witch boy. Yeah. Which boy? <laughs> I forgot what his name. I think it's like it's something weird. Something which the witch boy, but yeah, he he, he does yeah, have like I think he's in the trailer. I think it's I think that's like a different character. I'm not sure if it's Oh the, really? Yeah, I think it's like a girl. Which boy are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. But uh that that character is always doing bad like evil stuff. Yeah, I like that character. He's he's really cool in like the Teen Titans stuff. Yeah, he's throwing hexes and all that and Yeah. It's just cool that he's like the kid and he's like way more powerful than like this is Zatanna and her dad and oh, stuff. Oh, talk like about that. like ba- voice acting. I've always hated his voice actor role. It's like a whiny like Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's all he fits for him. No, thank you. Uh, sticking with the animated comics now um, Invincible is coming out with season 2 but they released a teaser and I don't think it's coming out anytime really soon no they just gave like a general announcement of late 2023 so pretty much like 10 to 11 months from now (laughs) yeah yeah but I think it's like we haven't heard anything from you guys for a while. Now. And yeah. I, I think this is like a, a beloved show now. I really? Think. Yeah. You, did you finish it? I did finish it and I liked it. I didn't love it. I loved it. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought the animation and the acting had weird timing. Interesting. Interesting. The dial, even that. in the, the little teaser that they just released now, some of the timing of it, I was like, what is, it's like a weird kind oh, of Oh, the thing. voice acting? Or yeah. Like the animation? They try to instill these silent moments of awkwardness, I think. But because it's animated, for me, it doesn't land all the time. Mm. I think I know what you mean. I think they, this is just a teaser trailer. Yeah. And they, it does look a bit janky. I know what you're talking about, like the it's frames. It's hard to are, explain. Yeah. 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 They try to, I think, instill real dialogue into it, like how, how normal people would talk, even though they are like aliens and superheroes. Almost like improv. Yeah. Yeah. But because it's animated, you don't get like the subtleties, I think, that make those things work in live action. Oh, I see. Where you can like, oh, like facial expressions. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. I, I think it's your point. But I really enjoyed the writing of it. Like I felt like they made all the characters okay. pretty round. Like yeah. the main guy, uh, he's like, uh, he's like a regular guy that figures out he is going to have all these superpowers and all that and yeah. he's super powerful and then he comes again like realizes bad things about his family in a way right and that's like big thing throughout the different families in the show right mm-hmm. like with his friend that's like a the, the girl that's a friend yeah. not a girlfriend but the girl that's a friend right so I think they, they all like come to realizations of how hard their lives are really you know the character I didn't like and I felt like it dragged a little bit which one there's a character that is like works for the government and he has like he looks like this old guy that has long hair yeah you didn't like that guy it just felt every time he was there it's like okay this is gonna slow down the story interesting because he's gonna come up with some problem or something yeah he's the i i liked him because he was the one that's like has no powers but he's yeah has the control of the room (laughs) you're not in love with that yeah my actually my favorite character was the one that like talked to that one was the the demon detective do you know that guy he's like a demon yeah. he's like a red demon and he wears like a like a yeah. you know, raincoat like a detective remember, yeah yeah what that was always funny about him was he never wears pants <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> but he's like a serious detective mm-hmm. and he's inspecting everything. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I, I think it's got some pretty good jokes in it too. Well, I think it's going to be like almost like two years by the time this comes out. It'll be like two years since the last one came out. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm eager to see where they take it, but I'm not, I'm no, not I, saying like, I'm going to keep watching this show. I am. I, it's got to be like good. I think I would like it to improve from season one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I thought it's what Amazon actually does well with their superhero things mm-hmm. is they give you like this gut wrenching, like, whoa. Like, I haven't fallen in love with any Amazon superhero thing. The, do you remember the part where like there's like the train in this, no. in this show where <laughs> Omni Man and he, runs into a trade okay well then i thought that part was pretty gruesome and then there's um boys obviously is on amazon it's yeah. kind of the same feeling a lot of times like really gory and stuff like that they just love their evil supermen yes exactly spoilers but yeah <laughs> i yeah i think that's that is their thing is like gory superman and a lot of blood everywhere that's that's actually where amazon i think thrives is this um, produced by um, Seth Rogen also? It is. He Well, he's the executive producer on this one. Seth um, Rogen is quietly becoming like one of the best like behind the scenes of comic book things. You're talking about that, did you know there's news about like, well, at least like semi-news. That, yes, we're going to continue on with a live action version of uh, Invincible. And Oh, really? I'm, now I'm interested. You never heard of that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, it was just like quick little, you know, the internet loved it. Kirkman's like, yeah, we're going to continue on with a live action action thing that would be cool to see and writing it is seth rogan and his writing partner <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> um yeah I, i'd want to see live action yeah because then i could see the subtleties in their expressions. <laughs> I, I think uh they've got something in their hands if they can get it made but uh it sounds it sounds like it's trudging along but that's what they're gonna say right yeah right uh, yeah and i i think another open-ended thing is they're looking into this for video games too. So okay, think, yeah, it lends well to video games. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Just because there's like an expansive world of characters in it already. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um honestly it's again one of these things where it's superheroes are analogs of the well-known ones already. And yeah. if you can't buy those, you know, the right. video game companies like sure we'll take these exactly and make something out of it. Do you think we are reaching the downfall of this trend of? Everybody's making comic book stuff into movies and TV shows. Oh, the, the critical mass of it all? Yeah, because I think we might be, the bubble's about to pop. Uh, there's got to be something uh, big to turn everyone away from it, I think. I think it'll just like slow down a bit. Do you think, because I think the quality has maybe gotten lower because like everyone's doing it. So like in just in general, across the board, you know, the quality is, the average has lowered a little bit. I don't know about that. Like what, what points you to that? I mean, let's do like Morbius. Yeah. Um, she-Hulk, I think, was so like just the like lowest rated thing. Comic book Marvel. things in general? Yeah, in all comic books. Oh, because okay. everyone's making it now, the average is lowering. Oh, yeah. I guess so then. Yeah, I so then agree with people that. will get tired of it. Yeah. Okay. I guess it would maybe uh, take a dent in the box office if there's yeah. less of it. Maybe that's what Hollywood needs is less superhero movies. Yeah. I, I'm not against like seeing all the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't like it when everything is a superhero movie that comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe that we need that. A little yeah. Jump yeah. to the system. Let's pare down a bit. Right. Build. Can we get some A twenty four stuff a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, get get rid of that too. Give me okay. like um, action, but like of the nineties, nothing CG. You know, we don't need any more nineties action movies because they're all perfect. No, I think Nick Cage needs more work. <laughs>
I think he's like doing a vampire movie now. That's true. I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> well, that is it for the news, guys. Um, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Just search us in your podcast app and hit that follow button. And do us a favor and do yourself a favor and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Um, speaking of DC, we're doing a DC book today. It is Batgirl. Batman has um, like a whole, almost like family tree of characters. He does. Like rivals just the rest of DC on its own. Um, I feel like the second most important character, if we're talking like the heroes, not the villains, because second most important is probably Joker. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, the whole family. Yeah. If we're talking his universe, right? Yeah. There's tiers. It's probably Batman, Joker. I would throw Dick Grayson in tier one. Yeah. The first Robin. Yeah. I mean, is, is Alfred a hero? I don't know if I, he's tier one though. What? He's there the whole time. But, Literally but, the whole but time. But as far as important to the the universe. Oh, so it's like saving lives and stuff. Or, or yeah. Maybe. Maybe, you know, he's preparing breakfast. That's a big deal. <laughs> Where would you put Batgirl? Is she tier one? No. Maybe tier two. two? Oh, okay. What do you think? Well, she's appears in the movies. Is that enough? For I mean, that was barely a thing. <laughs> I like her way more in the Adam West show than in the movie. She's in that? I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where I first uh, learned about Batgirl. And the reason I like Batgirl, maybe I'd put her in tier one, is... She's not like recruited by Batman. Oh, she forces her way into the job. Yeah. She's not like Batman found her, adopted her, and then taught her and trained her. She just did it on her own. Okay. Yeah. Found her own, made her own costume and all that. And then Batman was like, okay, you're good enough. I'll rope you in and teach you stuff too. Teach you the tricks. Sure. Okay. But I only, I only adopt boys. Sorry. <laughs> I can You have a dad ready Yeah Sorry <laughs> So that's another thing They changed in the movie Oh what um, In the movie I think she's Alfred's Like granddaughter Grandniece Is that true Or something like that Yeah But in the comics And what should be Everywhere Is she's the daughter Of Commissioner Gordon Yeah It just makes sense Yeah Yeah The conflict there Right Vigilante And also Usually Commissioner Gordon Doesn't know that she's Batgirl Yes Yeah, yeah. That's a big deal The reason I put her In tier one Is she does have A tragic kind of history Oh, yeah. She's not always Batgirl. Barbara Gordon, for a very long time, went under the pseudonym Oracle. That's right, yeah. And she was like the woman in the chair behind the computer. Yes, right, right. Dispatching everybody. Yeah. Uh, in everyone's ear. Right? Yeah. Like, okay, take this route this way. Mm-hmm. The so, hacker, too. That's why I think she's pretty important. Okay. Right. So, like, Ned is tier one? Oh, look, Ned is not out there. <laughs> You know, swing in like that. between buildings. He's building <laughs> the the Death Star. Yeah. That's a big deal. Um, Batgirl at this time was um, pretty popular. There was um, the writer Gail Simone. She had like a run on it, right? Right. But the one we're doing is continuing after her run and is almost like uh, somewhat of a soft reboot. So like it's a new creative team behind it, but it's not like... Uh, starting over like issue number one. Okay. So I think this is actually issue number 37. And the arc we're doing is called um, Batgirl. Uh, I think it's Batgirl of Burnside or Batgirl in Burnside. Yeah. Of. Batgirl of Burnside. I believe so. Because she moves to this neighborhood called Burnside in Gotham. And um, this is like the hipster area of Gotham. It's like, you know, if Gotham has like a Manhattan, this is like Williamsburg. This is like the gentrified area. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah. hipsters. Mm -hmm. Totally. She moves in with like um, a roommate, right? Uh, 
the drawings of it is like a fresh new style of artwork. It's, it doesn't really look like Gotham. No. It's like kind of uh, colorful. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like another style or thing that would be similar to this. Kind of like Archie. Okay, sure. Yeah, like the over new Archie. in the comics. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the new creative team of writer Cameron Stewart and artist um, Barbara Tarr, which is better known as Babs. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fun. It fits for the character. Yeah. Um, Cameron is uh, first worked as, I think, like an illustrator, even though he's a writer in this. Cool. He worked with Grant Morrison, early works. And then later he did um, a self-published uh, webcomic. It was called Sin... I don't know how to say this properly. Sin Tutulo. And mm. yeah, I don't know what that means or what the book is about, unfortunately. But uh, he did win <laughs> an Eisner... And a Schuster Award for it. Very cool. So it must be good. Eisner for a, a web thing? I didn't know they yeah, did that. Yeah, I think that's like a category. Cool. Um, and then he's received an Eisner nomination for another comic he did uh, called The Other Side with Jason Aaron. Oh, okay. So this guy's hmm. like award winning. He knows. He's a pretty good guy, right? Cool. Wrong. What? <laughs> In June 2020. Oh my gosh. He was accused of um, sexual misconduct <laughs> allegations. I don't know. I don't know if they're true or not, but he was accused of it. So let's just say that. Okay. Let's it's just say his... he, was, uh, he was dropped by some publishers. <laughs> okay. It's on his Wikipedia, so anyway, I'm just saying, like, this is, that should not reflect on the comic itself. Okay, gotcha. He's not the only one that worked on it. No, because Babstar drew it, and she has a very, um, like, I could tell when it's her work. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, it's very influenced by, I think, like, um, what they say is, like, Japanese, very colorful, very cartoony look to some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very like, I want to say like dramatic, but not like drama, dramatic, like over dramatic almost. Uh, like enunciated or something. Something like that. Okay. If you could say Pronounced. that about artwork. Yeah. yeah. It's very cool. Um, she's done a lot of work for DC and then with the same creative team between, um, for Batgirl, they went to Image Comics and they did the book called, um, Motor Crush. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh. And it looks, it looks the same. I know. Motor Crush. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm familiar with that. Yeah, I've really known her work just because of Batgirl, and you've probably seen her work. It's the one where Batgirl looks like she's wearing almost like a DIY costume that she just made. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the movie that would have happened would have been pretty heavily inspired by this. Okay, I like that. I like that. Well, let me ask, did you pick this comic because of recent news of that, like a couple months ago? No. Was that in your head? No, I, I, I did look at our recent books, and it's like not, it's been a while since we've done a DC book. Okay. So I was like, I want to do a DC book. And I, I knew about this book and I wanted to get into it because I, I like the artwork a lot. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. I like Batgirl. So like I said, this is um, Batgirl of Burnside, kind of like a reboot. She's currently moving to like, it's, imagine, because Gotham City is pretty much New York City, right? Y- yeah. Yeah. They say it's maybe Chicago in a way. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but she's she's moving into like a, like a three-story walk-up. Yeah. Was it the brownstones, right? Yeah. Um, and this, it's almost like, do you remember when, um, remember Sabrina Tiangewicz? Yeah. Remember like she grows up and then she moves out? Yeah. Goes to college. Is that what it yeah, is? And yeah. And she has like a, it's like almost like a new show. Right. It's like that. It's... <laughs> So specific, but um, I'm right. Yeah, there's a lot of shows like it's the Saved by the Bell, the college years. Yeah, but that that's a new show. <laughs> it was a different show. Totally different, Daniel. <laughs> but you're right. It's a transition thing. She's moving yeah. to a new place, new roommates. Right. And she's waking up. It's weird because she's waking up. It's like 
two thirty in the afternoon, right? Yes. And I think it's because they had like a party the night before. They had a rager. Yeah. And um, I think this Batgirl, she's actually moving here because she is uh, trying to get a PhD now at this university. Okay. So in a way, it's like making her younger, like uh, well. like uh, making her more appealing to a younger reader. Okay. So it's almost like they de-aged her a little bit, even though she's been around for decades, Cause, right? Because the idea is that like when she was the Oracle, that's a job already. In yeah. A way. And, and they made her look older, like she had glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, a thing too that changed, right? She's walking again, right? For a right. long time, she yeah. didn't have... Have, uh, working legs, but now she's walking around. Yeah, thanks a lot, Joker. Okay, well, but right now, yeah, she's barely walking out of her room because she's so tired, exhausted from a long night. Like she, it was a rage. She got drunk herself. Right, and then um, she goes out to get coffee. And I think this is there's a lot of scenes in this where it's like everyday things. Oh, and um, it highlights um, things that a younger reader would be into. So there's like a lot of texting social media aspects to it yeah instead of just thought bubbles it's like text bubbles yeah yeah like you see the phone uh, like the name is first and then the text yeah even like emails right that's a thing (laughs) in this comic too so she's going to get coffee and then um someone's like tablet gets stolen at the coffee shop oh so she goes immediately into like batgirl mode right but she's in her regular clothes and she like chases down this guy that stole the tablet. And I like the artwork here because she's like running down the alley, right? Yeah. And there's little stills of her, what we would think is like in her decision making in her head. Because there's pictures of like, okay, this way, this pathway is closed. Uh, this truck is in the way there. And then the one that's like highlighted is like the path that she's going to take, which is like up the fire escape. The right decision, right? She's jumping across these rooftops like she's a Ninja Turtle. Right. <laughs> and she's chasing her this guy down and finds him in an alleyway alone. She pretty much like knocks this guy out, gets the tablet back. And throws up right afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, she's like hungover, right? Totally. There's definitely like funny little cutscenes in this. Yeah. Because like while she's fighting this guy, there's a cutscene of the, the barista at the coffee thing. Like... Coffee for Barbara, because <laughs> she just bailed on it, right? Uh, but she's a, uh, well, mission accomplished. She saved the day for whoever's tablet that was. Um, but she's just making her way back to the apartment. And she finds uh, one of her other friends there, Dinah. I think this is Black Canary. This is Black Canary, yeah. Uh, is there too. So I like this. They throw another DC character in there. Because um, Black Canary knows her secret identity, right? True, yeah. Whereas her roommates does it. So it adds a dynamic there. Because Black Canary kind of becomes a regular character. She is forced to move in with her now. Even though she just moved in there. Because her place burnt down. Oh, crap. And not only did it burn down, um, Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, was like storing stuff there. Yeah. Like all her Batgirl's gear. (laughs) So she has like none of her Batgirl stuff. Yeah. Starting from zero. Right. And it's weird because like um, Black Canary, Dinah, they write her um, almost like mean to Barbara sometimes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had an argument, a falling out right before this. Yeah. And it kind of carries through that attitude through the whole comic. Right. I, I think we should say it now the whole vibe of this comic is Gossip Girl. Pretty much. Did you put that together? Kind of like that. Yeah. It's, and you have these like, you know, catty attitudes between characters. It's the same here. Yeah. The dynamic is there. Yeah. Um, and also because they want to kind of reboot Batgirl, they start from scratch, they make her lose everything. Okay. Yeah. And in fact, now she's like, oh my gosh, uh, even like my, all my data was there. So it's all burned down. I got to make sure my computer's okay. Mm-hmm. Cause it's the only thing I have left. And she goes up to her room and her laptop is missing. 
oh crap uh they're thinking like oh did you move my marumi did you move my laptop and th- she's like jogging in her brain i think someone stole it from the party last night right and again it's like this thing where like um it's kind of in this blue tint the whole apartment do you know the uh, the arkham games where, yeah <laughs> where batman can see the retroactively what the criminal did yeah she's doing that with the party that happened last night right so it's, it's almost like using photographic memory of like where everyone was at the party yes trying to see like who took my laptop <laughs> instead she's just instead of uh, the technology she's just judging them on their haircuts <laughs> <laughs> and she finds one guy this again in just in her memory she has like photographic memory or something there's one guy leaning against the wall that seems like he's not part of the party yeah almost, right and then she starts asking her roommates now like who was that guy that was there and apparently he was like kind of like invited by a friend of the that was in the party because it was like a date that they had through a, a dating app. Yeah. This dating app is called Hook with a Q. Oh, very creative. <laughs> Essentially, it's like a Tinder or whatever. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's like the whole crux of this thing. Like they, they bring up that app a lot in this comic book. Yeah. And they're like, oh, perfect idea. I'll use that app to kind of catfish him to find the <laughs> right. guy. Right. It's just she's like... Uh, hey, Rumi, can you doll me up and I'll post and try and get to this guy? <laughs> so, uh, some of this book is kind of like a little too on the nose of like, we get it. You're trying to get more girl readers. Yeah. Even though like this, I don't know if this appeals to girl readers. I, I don't know. Like literally, I don't know. So maybe yeah. it does. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe like, it's That's just what like I'm there's like a whole sequence of her like getting dolled up and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they make like a whole profile for her. And then while they're doing that, there's also like a mixed sequence montage of her making a new bad girl suit. Oh, very cool. So it's like, um, so that appeals to me. (laughs) (laughs) The classic, you know, a bad girl skin tight outfit. And, but then like the yellow belts and everything like that, just making it from scratch. I'm sure you guys have seen this one because it's like pretty modern. This is like came this book came out like what less than ten years ago. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty. Okay, so like it's like the new Batgirl look. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Because it doesn't look like armor or anything. It looks right. like a leather jacket. It looks like a costume, you know, like yeah. actual costume you make. You would make. Right, yeah. exactly. But it looks cool. Yeah. Um, and then she gets, like, matched with the guy, right? Yeah. She's like, bingo, I got him. And then they, she sets up, like, a, uh, a meet, a meet cute <laughs> at the park. And then she waits till he's there. And then she, like, pounces on him as Batgirl, like, aha, I got you. <laughs> gotcha, lover boy. As uh, She's got him on the ground, foot on his neck, and just grabs his phone to, like, you know, track down who's got her right. technology, who's got all, what else has this guy stolen? Apparently, this guy is kind of, like, working for this other thug whose name is, um, is Black Riot? Riot Black. Riot Black. Okay. So generic. <laughs> um... This guy is like a privacy data hog. <laughs> I guess so. Because he just wants devices and data. So like he's got a bunch of people stealing phones and laptops for him. And this guy stole that from, from the party, right? Yeah. So she's like, okay, I want you to take this phone, his phone that Batgirl took from her, right? She installs something on it and be like, okay, give this to Riot Black and make sure that he like downloads it because she puts like a trap in there. Okay. A back door. Yeah. Right. Okay. So all in, all in a way just to find this guy's location, the, the leader that's all mechanizing this whole thing. This guy is not hard to find though because he's like, he's like an owner of a nightclub. <laughs> he's a DJ. Yeah. He owns this website that is almost like a, 
they don't straight up say it, but I think it's like a revenge porn yeah. website. They say blackmail. Right? Yeah. Blackmail website. Yeah. So um, we see him now. He's DJing this nightclub. He looks like uh, James Franco from uh, that one movie. Bling was Ring. What? No, no, not Bling Ring. Uh, Where he's like a drug dealer. Spring Breakers. Spring Breakers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all my shit. <laughs> he looks like that guy. You know his na- character's name? What? Aileen. <laughs> <laughs> It looks just like him, right? All tatted up with like <laughs> braids. I mean, it's Riff Raff, the yeah, rapper. That too. That's who they all. My hero. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he does have something special. He has like a cybernetic eye. What? Like his right or his left eye is like red. And I think it's like it just reads data and like stores it in him. Right. I imagine it just like takes pictures of people and it's like creepy thing. Right. Yeah. And then um, in the middle of the nightclub, busting from the ceiling is Batgirl. And it looks like whenever Batman would disrupt a nightclub. Right. He does that all the time in his movies. <laughs> uh, Batgirl is also a spoil sport and breaks the party up and is fighting off this guy, Riot Black. And Riot Black is like, this is the perfect target right now, Batgirl, who's yeah. underneath that. Right. Um, so then they're fighting. It leads all the way into like the bathroom, right? Gross. Uh, it is gross. Like the bathroom looks green. <laughs> and they're fighting. And um, he grabs uh, the phone, right? And he's going to like download her data because he gets like the upper hand on her. But remember the phone that she gave to that guy? It had like a trap. So as soon as he tried to download her thing, it activated like this virus in him that oh. is essentially deleting all the data he's ever like intercepted. And his his, pl- his plan is foiled. <laughs> all of his, like you can just see like a delete in progress bar as right. all his data is being deleted. It's being purged. Right, yeah. So he's pretty much ruined. Like that's all what he had against everybody. The villain loses. <laughs> And uh, Babs, Barbara, is able to get back her laptop and it kind of saves the day. Um, she's taking a look at it, though, but, like, her, like, computer is still a little bit broken. Like, it's what, right. she, what she needs for, for school and all that mm-hmm. and PhD, it's still kind of, like, cracked. So, still not all the way win. <laughs> she goes to the university, right, where she's hoping, like, someone there could help her recover the data. And she goes, like, to the professor's office that she knows. But the professor is like, I think he's like out on leave or something. So the professor that is there to help is, of course, now like this young, hot junior (laughs) professor that she's attracted to. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then um, we're also introduced to like the assistant professor. Um, Her name is Nadima, Uh right? And it's almost like they're just introducing a bunch of like friends for Barbara Gordon. Right. We're colleagues. Yeah. Because it's, a, it's a whole new world now for Batgirl. Gotcha. Okay. And she's like, she's so angry right now. Like she's like peeved off. And the the other, what's her name? Najima? Uh, Nadima. Nadima is like, oh, he's too old for you. Don't worry about it. And she's like, that's not who I was like talking about. Uh, my computer is messed up. And I'm going to lose, I think she has like a scholarship or something. Like, I'm going to lose this if I don't recover the data. Exactly. But uh, her friend there just says, oh, go to the computer lab and they'll have extra hard drive for you. Can you just transfer all your data over there? A working one, just fully functioning. She meets um, this guy that works at the computer lab. I think his name is Kadir. Yeah. I think this is Nadima's brother. Oh. Um, And I thought this was so strange. Like, 
it's so weird that this book is not old yet and feels old because she's like, uh, I need to back up my hard drive, but I don't have space. Do you happen to have like a four terabyte hard drive? And I'm like, that's not hard to find now. <laughs> I guess you can get that at, at Best Buy, right? I can get you one like in 10 minutes down the street if you needed one. I can Amazon that. I'll get it by yeah. tomorrow. I can get you a 16 terabyte drive if you need. Is that true? I've never had need that much space before. I've never needed it, but I've seen it on sale all the time. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Four terabyte. I, I've seen four terabyte that's like this. Like No way, really? fits in my pocket. <laughs> I never knew. It's like the size of a phone? Yeah. Oh, I thought they're still like towers, like, no. like small towers. You know what, like the little Western Digital externally? Yeah. You could get one that size, that's four terabytes now. Jeez. And imagine like two years, it's going to be nothing. Yeah. You think about it. So if this was 2015, I bet that cost like $800. No way. For <laughs> real? This is like a nice college. There's like that's those one places that have it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, don't lose that one. That's the only one we have. Oh my God. What? <laughs> I think that literally is going to be in my pocket in like a year or so. <laughs> this, uh, this iPad I'm reading this has four terabytes. So. No, it does not. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> but um, anyway, this guy, Kadir, uh, he works in like their computer lab, their robotics IT, lab. Yeah. yeah. He ends up being like Batgirl's like um, Lucius Fox almost. Oh, right. Right. The tech guy. Yeah. He ends up like building stuff for her, right? Okay. Later in the book. Gotcha. She she like picked him out like, okay, he's got all the tech perfect. Yeah. And right. Right. And then she's walking down the campus. All of a sudden you hear this, this noise. And apparently there's like these two girls on motorcycles causing havoc. They're just like making donuts in the lawn and people are trying to get out of the way terrified. But they, they're like dressed up in like like skirts and like weird yellow, uh, pink and, and blue va- like colors and everything like very loud outfits right almost as loud as their motorcycles <laughs> and Batgirl's like okay i gotta put a stop to this she runs inside changes into their Batgirl costume and then like jumps in the in between the two motorcycles mm-hmm. she's like you guys are out of control right stop this and what they do is they pull out samurai swords <laughs> <laughs> And Barbara's just trying to get out of the way. And she just jumps up a tree like she's Mario, like back and forth. Yeah. Gets up there. She even says, like, I don't have a grappling hook, which is what she always uses. Right. So she Jackie Chan's her way up this tree. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what's weird is, like, the motorcycle girls, they were, like, not scared of Batgirl, right? Yeah. I think it's because also her costume looks homemade. Like, this isn't like, they're like, this is not the real Batgirl. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because then when the like campus security runs out, they, they run away. Oh. So it's weird. Like They don't re- respect Batgirl or something. They're, they're looking for a fight or something. Yeah. So then it's later that day, and then she's remembering this cartoon that she used to watch as a kid. Because in the cartoon, there's two girls on motorcycles that look like these characters. Exactly the same outfits. And I do want to point out, it's not a cartoon, it's anime. Which is what? A, a Japanese car. cartoon. Okay. <laughs> They go on their phone and look up this uh, uh, anime, I guess. I, the reason I say cartoon, yeah, because the the cartoon that they watch on their phone looks like a Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, okay, that's true. There's anime like that too, <laughs> but uh, it all leads her to like uh, think about where to go. She goes to an anime store. Do these exist? Anime yeah, stores? Yeah, you, have you? I've seen you in one before. They're like at the mall, you know those. Oh, uh, you know what I'm well, talking about? Like bookstores, whatever. They have those okay. two sections. Yeah, I guess it, that's it. When you walk in them, you feel like you're in Japan. I don't walk in them. I walk past them. <laughs> 
she goes to the anime store. Uh, it's called Robot Pony, which sounds like an anime store. <laughs> yeah. The worker there is in like a baby blue tuxedo wearing a giant pink bunny mask. <laughs> He's enjoying himself. <laughs> and uh, she's just wondering, do you know who these characters are? Like someone that likes this anime? And then he's like, oh, yeah, those are typical. They go here all the time. It's these twins that love that anime. And she's like, oh, it's got to be them. And apparently, like, they have a reputation. They're kind of uh, obnoxious. Mm -hmm. And he says, like, yeah, they go to the cons and everyone hates them. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I know who you're talking about. So she tracks them down and she goes to like this warehouse and she sees um, this doll of, I guess, from the anime huh. that she's been tracking. And when she looks, the GPS tracker is like put into that doll. So it was like a trap. Oh, as these uh, motorcyclist twins come circling around and she's almost got them like she's like trapped between the two of them now. There's a cool sequence, like a lot of um, jumping around slashing. I think that the drawings in this are really cool in this whole like, splash page. And she remembers like, OK, I, I'm, she's like losing right now, right? Yeah. What did the anime girl do to win? <laughs> There's a like, shot of her sitting in front of the TV as if she's watching it as a little kid. And she remembers, oh, the robotic anime girl. She would like extend her arm and almost like clothesline the two yeah. bicycles. So she does that. She does like a flip and uses her grappling hook that Kadir just made, right? And she's able to like clothesline the girls off the motorcycle. She jumps on one of the motorcycles while the other one gets on the other girl's motorcycle. So it's very much like um, the speeder bikes in Return of the Jedi scene. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) And now they're going like head to head. Playing chicken. Batgirl in one, the two girls in another motorcycle. And what Batgirl does, I thought it was pretty cool. She yeah. stands on the motorcycle and does like a flying knee to knock them both off. Straight into the, the helmet of one of them. And they just both collide, tumbling to the floor. And quickly, she just like rounds them up and ties them to a pillar. She's questioning them now. Like, who sent you, right? Do you think Batgirl uses like a Batman voice? Maybe. <laughs> who sent you? Who sent Who sent you? <laughs> And it's weird because they're like, well, you sent us. Ba- yeah, we got a message from Batgirl yeah. that uh, we should dress up as these characters, steal that bike, and uh, try and uh, attack Batgirl. Yeah, and she's like, I didn't do that. What are you talking about, right? So someone's impersonating Batgirl. What the heck? And we finally see that there is another Batgirl going around. Um, but this one's like a bad version. Like they're she's with some other girls and they're like robbing jewelry stores and stuff. Yeah, it's very now this is very much like bling ring, like people stealing from the rich, right? And one of them is happens to be Batgirl, dressed right. up in like a sequenced version of the Batgirl costume. Yeah, I thought this was kind of funny because it's like a shimmery version. <laughs> totally. Like you're gonna see her coming. Yeah. You're done the alleyway. You can't hide in the shadows in this. I don't think so. In reflection and you're, you're like a you're disco gone. ball. Yeah. Um the real Batgirl tracks her down, grabs her out of this convertible, and they get in like a fight in the alley, right? It, it, it's, it's weird because it's like Batgirl versus Batgirl. Yeah. But the fake one, quote unquote fake one, is able to get away. So now Bat, real Batgirl knows that there's like a fake one out there impersonating, impersonating her. Wow. And dresses way shinier. <laughs> I know which one's not me. <laughs> 
Um, she meets up with Kadir. Kadir like has been busy making her a bunch more Batgirl um, equipment because remember all her stuff was burned down. I like this one thing that he made her. I want this for myself. It's like a phone case, but with a flashbang in it in case you needed it. <laughs> not, a, not a flashlight, a flashbang. Yeah. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Like in case you need it, it'll just blind your enemy yeah. out of nowhere. Um, it's the night time now, and what they decide is her and all her roommates, including um, Black Canary, because she lives with her now. Yes, they get all dressed up and we're like, let's go to this new art show. It's by this artist called uh, Dagger Type. Right, very pretentious. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that name at first. I know neither. Um, and it's weird because like there's a long line to get to this art show. It's very, like, chic. Snobby, right? Like you were talking about before, very snobby, you know, uh, uh, rich, big city type thing. And they make their way inside. They're all dolled up, right? And yeah. on the night, they see what the exhibit is, is actually pictures of Batgirl, like, posing for the camera, like, as a model. Yeah, it's not, like, candid in the streets. It's, like, studio photos. Right. Right? And um, this this episode, or it, it just reminds me of like an episode of you know the show Girls. Yes, okay. this is like that. This is a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I think this happened on the show. <laughs> and Barbara's like freaking out, like, "Who is this?" I, I didn't post for any of these photos, right? Yeah. But she also can't say it to her roommates, right? It's only Black Canary that's like chuckling to herself. Like, this is so ironic. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's funny because like all the other roommates are like, oh, this is so like um, cutting edge and provocative. I've been guard. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> like, apparently like Batgirl's like making a name for herself in the city. Like right. people are realizing, oh, she's in Burnside yeah. in the city. They get to the end of the gallery and there's like one piece that is, this one like actually really hurts Barbara. Because it's Batgirl in her Batgirl costume, but like slumped down, covered in red, in a wheelchair. Oh, wow. And this is like post-traumatic for her because of her time in a wheelchair. But this also points to the fact that the artist knows something about her, Barbara Gordon. Right. Like some dirty secrets about herself. So she's like, I need to go find the actual artist like right now. So there's a, like a whole like hunt for her. And he tracks her. She tracks her down, and she meets um, the other imposter. Batgirl shows up, right? Yeah. And they're at like what would be like I don't know the Brooklyn Bridge or something now. And there's like a whole fight, but this time the fake Batgirl is wearing like a all, all gold, yeah, <laughs> shiny bat suit. Make making real show of it. She's even got her own hench women there to fight her off, right. and uh, they're all going into into a, a big battle right near this bridge. It's cool because like they're both like swinging. Seems like this Batgirl has the same Batgirl stuff. Oh, and they're fighting. Um, they get up to the top where real Batgirl is able to remove the mask of fake Batgirl. And to her surprise, it's the artist dagger type. Who's a guy? Who's a guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I want to pause right here because actually this moment in the stories yeah. had huge um, controversy really? in real life. Oh, wow. I yeah. never knew that. Uh, so much so that when they reprinted, they changed things. Really? Yeah. Why? Because in the original run, yeah. the first, like, first print, when they reveal the face and Batgirl is shocked, sh her quote is like, um, uh, it was like, Dagger type, you're a dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And then there was controversy that, 
What are they alluding to? Yeah, like the shock that she's transgender. Oh. And it's like, we didn't want to shock, the, the writer's like, we didn't want to shock that she's transgender. We want to shock that it was a man under there, not, it's hard to explain. I but think like, I know what you're saying. Like, why should she be shocked, right? They, I think like fans took it a different way from what the writer wanted. What intended, yeah. Yeah. So later in reprints, um, they changed it to your uh into your the. Okay. Like, oh, you're the fake Batgirl, not, oh, you're a transgender. Oh, okay. I think I could see how someone else would take it differently then, from the wording. You mean the, the original printing? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It, it, it did make sense. Like that, that could be that I see why people take offense to it. Yeah. Is that um, the, the intention, what it looked like was Batgirl was shocked that it was a man, uh-huh. that it is, is a transgender person when she was expecting another woman. I see. Okay. Huh. So they changed it to, oh, you're a uh, blank blank to, uh, oh, you're the, as in you're the evil villain under here. I didn't know that the artist was the, the villain. Right. Okay. Yeah. And there's more other things that they changed to make it more obvious. More obvious. Because I think the intention was not that it's a man in the Batgirl suit, but that it's the artist. It's someone else. Yeah. That they didn't expect. It was like out of nowhere. Yeah. The surprise. That was the surprise. Yeah. So that was... Uh, a big like outcry about that to to the point where they had to change it in reprints and the trade that came out later. A lot of drama in this. It's almost like an episode of Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you target a certain audience, expect oh, some okay. backlash. <laughs> uh, man, and speaking of backlash, Dagger Type once she's revealed that it's her, she. Sh- aims a gun and shoots at Batgirl. Oh. But Batgirl is able to do like a, a flip and get away and she lands in like the river, but she's not able to stop Dagger type. What? Which I think is a cooler name than like fake Batgirl. Yeah, <laughs> she called herself that. <laughs> and I think what it is is Dagger type is obsessed with Batgirl. Really? Because she puts on like this show at this theater where it's packed. Everyone goes to it, right? Yeah. Because in their heads, it's like, oh, we're seeing this artist because they know that- It's just a show. This dagger type performance. is-, is a, She had a gallery showing and now she's an artist uh-huh. or he's an artist. We're going to go check it out. Yeah. But Barbara knows like, no, this is a supervillain. Huh. So the dagger type is like announcing to the audience, my big reveal, my big show about Batgirl. I'm going to reveal who Batgirl is. Yeah. And when she does, it's like, it's me. <laughs> dagger type. <laughs> dagger type. And she's wearing like a new different um, Batgirl costume. Uh-huh. It's very much like, do you remember uh, Jim Carrey Riddler? Okay. Yeah. That's pretty on point. <laughs> I thought it was going to say like, yeah, like Joe Kerr make it a big performance, but that's more on point. Yeah. Because like, I'm Batman kind of thing like obsessed oh, with them. that's just like that yeah <laughs> but Barbara knows like she has to put a stop to this this person is um has a, a violent tendency right yeah because she literally pulls a gun out on stage and Barbara then uh rushes the stage and uses her cell phone case to stop her oh the big flashbang comes into play <laughs> blinds dagger type and is able to like knock her out and the police arrest her. And it's weird because like she's almost like dagger type almost confessed to all the bad doings on her own. Right. Now to like, I'm back girl. Yeah. That it, it was me. Yeah. That did like all the jewelry robbing and stuff. Cause Pretty obvious. Yeah. It's weird that you're obsessed with someone, take over, do bad things, dress as that person, and then reveal that it was you. <laughs> that's pretty poetic, actually. I like- <laughs> yeah. It's, it is like an obsession, I think, that's what oh, the character uh, had. Okay. So that's where we're going to end it. That was like the first three issues of this run. It's really just Batgirl introducing herself to a, a new status quo where she's now the protector of Burnside, where 
Um, do you know how like Nightwing left and did, uh, kind of did watched their own thing? Over Bloodhaven. Oh, remember that? Uh, I think this is her Bloodhaven. Like a time and spotlight outside of of the Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. Proper, right? Okay. It's like this is my hood now. Okay. Just in, they're just inventing hoods. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I looked up like where's Burnside? It's in Gotham. <laughs> where's I, Gotham? I, I looked it up. I was like, I, oh, this is an interesting place. I want to visit it. Like I really thought it was a real place. I was looking it up. Uh, you got it's next to Metropolis. Go there. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the artwork mostly. I think um, Babs Tar's artwork is very like unique and her own. Mm. It's really I can tell right away when it's her artwork. I love it. I love it. I think maybe the writing is like I'm not the demographic. Maybe you sure. know, like the Gossip Girl type vibe things. It's not my thing. Uh-huh. But uh, I do like Batgirl. I like the character of Batgirl. Um, it, it's it's a cute uh, comic book. Pretty pretty of a comic book. I think it's pretty good. But I don't know if I'm the market. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that they add to it that I'm trying to get a new demographic. Like, there's, sure. She like flirts with a lot of guys in the book. Sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. This is Batgirl of Burnside. Let's get into our side stories. Well, they're rebooting everything. They're just rebooting every single thing. I can't wait to... Oh, I wonder if we're in the reboot right now. We just don't know it. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reboot on the universe? Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, they rebooted, or I guess it's more like a sequel to that 70s show. They came up with the 90s show. Actually, I think this is a sequel to that 80s show. You skipped a... Is that a... Is that a did they have the 80s? Was that yeah. 80s a real decade? <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, so there's a new show, continuation of the more famous 70s show, but it's the mm-hmm. 90s show on Netflix. I'm really enjoying it. It's it's a, it's a sitcom, obviously. Yeah. Of uh, uh, It's a period piece of the, the 1990s. <laughs> Way back in the 1900s. <laughs> right, exactly. The last decade. <laughs> the last uh, century, sorry. Yeah. That's the case. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I think it's pretty dang funny. It's It's got uh, another cast of teenagers. Uh, I guess it's the, the main character is Eric Formans and Donna. Donna Formans. She got married. So she got, oh, that's right. Okay. They got married and they have a kid now. She's the main actress of the show. I forgot the character's name, but she's it's, like a... Um, Leia. Leia. Oh, yeah, Leia, right? <laughs> From Star Wars. So she's the main character. Kind of another like dorky character like Eric Foreman. And it totally works. Just a bunch of... She gets a bunch of friends that she's living now in Eric Foreman's old house for the, the summer. Yeah. With uh, her grandparents, right? The Was it Red and... Kitty. Kitty. From the original. From the original. Show. And I think they're like one of the best parts of the show. The yeah. grandparents. Yeah, they are. Because they're, they have the same comedic timing as the original show. Mm-hmm. And I think they have more... More time on screen than they did on the other show. Like they're just I think so. Like fifty percent of the cast is just the two of them. It's pretty dang funny. I think they're great at it. Yeah. Um. This just came out. Yeah. And I was doing research on it because I knew you were gonna talk about it. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of revamps lately. Like, um. I think Gossip Girl is like a big one for HBO. Ugh. Uh, there's How I Met Your Father, right? Yeah, and there's other ones, and I they mean, yeah, they've been doing it for a while now. They uh, I think on their like premieres and stuff, they average around mid hundred thousand views. Mid hundred thousand, okay. Uh, this one, the ninety show, is uh, one point seven million. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, in like the first three nice. days. I'm happy about that because that means we're getting a season two, probably, probably, and then we're getting into two thousands show. <laughs> <laughs> been there, done that. Uh, so, oh yeah, I'm alive during this show. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're alive during the 90s. I wasn't alive in the 70s. That's what I'm saying. 
but I think it's actually, you know, you weren't what because I think the show takes place in 1993. No, it's 95. I remember that. <laughs> it's 93, I think. I don't think so. <laughs> we'll have to double check. I'll have to watch the whole first season because they did watch the whole you thing. You watched the whole thing in two days. No, it was like one week. I had a I paused there, maybe like three days, four days. <laughs> But it's literally like 10 episodes. And what I like about it is it's like the classic sitcom formula, just 20 minutes. Like, yeah. that's all you got to devote to this. Mm. Just one season, <laughs> one night. That's all you have to devote to it, like me. But I, I think like I'm missing sitcoms that are just this funny and they're just like, you know, relaxed. They don't have yeah. them anymore, right? They're rare now right? because everything's on streaming. And streaming, there's no rules. It's the Wild West. The The timing of it. Because, like, I think that even though it's they know it's made by Netflix, it's going to be streamed. Yeah. The pacing of the scenes and the timing, I still think they have a lot for commercial breaks. <laughs> they do. Right? Because they have, like, the those, like, um, transition shots. Yeah. Of them, like, dancing in front of camera. There's still, like, the act one, act two, act three feel of, the, of an episode. And that's what we like. I like yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh, back in uh, school, like, after school, this is what I'm watching. I'm eating cereal, even for dinner. Mm-hmm. It's just like that sitcom perfect formula. That's what I need. <laughs> they don't have those anymore. I remember back in the day, you'd flip on the channel and like, oh, that 70s show is on. I guess I'll watch it for the third time. <laughs> Because this was, let me tell you, the 70s show. You've already seen the 90s show as much as you've seen the 70s show. <laughs> like, you've rewatched it so many times. It's been out for a week. No. no, no. <laughs> You're 1 million of that 1.7 million. <laughs> uh, we'll see next week where I'm at. <laughs> But that 70s show was like the show that like everyone watched. It was nobody's favorite show, but it was a show that everyone <laughs> watched because it was just, it's, it was syndicated to heck. It was like one of those syndicated yeah. like every channel. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'll, I'll watch season six right now. If you don't know, know what's going on. It's just like, it's just, you jump around. It's right. just one of those. And the TV made the rules back then. You didn't get to decide episode one, episode two. It was like, <laughs> I'll put it together in my head. Yeah. Right. That's, that's one of those shows. You just, you don't care about the storyline all the way through. Did you? I know it was like coming out while you were in school and stuff, but you never watched it like this is the new episode of the week. No, because it was like whatever. (laughs) You watched the reruns. I'm sure I didn't watch the first episode first, right? Like I probably watched. But but while you were alive, there were new episodes coming out every week and you still didn't watch those. Let me tell you, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know, but I think it was one of those friends, one of those shows that I, I mean, my friends could just talk about it and it was like one of those, oh, I know that joke. It's from that semi show because everyone watched it. You don't even know the original channel it was on, huh? No, I actually don't. <laughs> I'll be honest. Do you know? Is it yeah. like PBS? <laughs> I believe it was on Fox. Okay. I could believe that. Yeah. 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 And now, yeah. So like people, do we even, do kids know channels nowadays? Do they know what channel two is? If they said, if I said that, would I they know? If you don't watch sports, you don't care about broadcasting television at all, right? Yeah, because that's the only reason to have like an antenna or cable now is to watch local sports. It's so crazy. Back back then, you know, you had like what definitely less than a hundred channels. Us, we had like seventy channels. Yeah, and then it got to be like a balloon. Like, whoa, there's hundreds of channels now. And then I was like, no, people don't even think about the channels anymore. No, it's just content at your fingertips. Yeah. How about this? To play video games, you had to put it on channel three. What is that? <laughs> you don't even know what that is. A- so you're like overriding NBC? <laughs> is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. No way, really? Yeah. I actually didn't know that. You know, like, blow- I don't know why. It's like 
your game console, your Super Nintendo or older. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why, but you had to put it on a certain channel because that's the channel frequency you could override or something. I'm not sure. I guess that was just a generic channel to, to that they had. Every TV had a channel three. So yeah, I never understood why it had to do that. I don't know. Either way, that that was that was my whole week was like watching that show, like binging it pretty it, much. It, it was two days. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like two hours is the whole show. I'm going to be but I'm saying it was, I like how it's short episodes. It's a perfect consumable. Yeah. I will say I watched some of them and they're entertaining. It's got some, yeah, right. It's got some very easy jokes, yeah. but they're fine. I think it was. I, I, the ones I watch were like every other one because you kept watching and I did it. Yeah. So now I have to fill in some gaps. So I guess I'm going to rewatch them. You're or? welcome. I'm giving you the organic experience <laughs> of how this show is supposed to be watched. In random order. Yes. It's like that show Kaleidoscope. <laughs> That's this Netflix show to watch it like that. But uh, yeah, I think that I think you, you were right. You said like they have they pick the right actors. Like it's like teen, yeah. you know, they're child actors. They they pick people who are kind of funny. They're just random no name people. Yeah, and they totally fit for the archetype of the, the old show characters. Because the the original cast were no names when they got cast. Yeah, right. They just casted random teenagers to play the roles yeah because i think when you are a child actor who like from very young like disney channel nickelodeon right and then you grow into a teenager and you want to do other things like you don't have the same experience as regular teens right so you're i could tell you're acting right yeah versus these kids are not good actors which make them good teen actors <laughs> i guess good at playing teens yeah because i i think they're some of the better ones i've seen uh, of like um kind of like fresh faces and they're they're pretty yeah. good yeah i think they're doing a good job. i think they're actually having fun i could believe it like they're just a bunch of kids that are friends and you know yeah. they're teenagers enjoying the the basement just hanging out it feels that way at least how did you feel about the little like cameos of the original cast i thought it was great because they're doing the what i want them to do is they're like they'll enter the camera right in frame uh -huh. and then you just hear that laugh track like ah! <laughs> yeah it's it's the <laughs> it's a classic thing that i think even old sitcoms did yeah right definitely i love that they're, they're playing into that <laughs> i mean because it's it, the 90s <laughs> I think it's great. There's a laugh track on the sitcom. It knows I know when to laugh now. So it's perfect <laughs> for me. It makes it easy for me. You know, what's weird for me is um, I was a little kid in the 90s. So I, I wasn't like up on the trends until like later in the 90s. Right. So this is early 90s. I don't remember it looking like that. Well, oh, what do you mean? Like, I'm sure that's what the 90s look like. Well, you also weren't in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. What was the 90s? What did the 90s look like compared? to this what was different i guess because well now it makes sense because i grew up in california right it's more california looking attire like like almost like skateboard surfboard looking okay attire this is maybe more like nirvana sure some of them. right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and what were those like folders that you guys had um is it like Ant, like frank um, or something like that and frank <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about those those, those are diaries <laughs> Not folders. <laughs> that was before the 90s. The, the like little pink and like turquoise. You know what I'm talking about. It looks like that a little bit. Yeah. That was the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed the show. I'm probably going to try to watch all the ones I missed. Okay, I'll watch it along with you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> 
<laughs> I get if if you enjoyed the other show, give this a watch. Mm. Continuing on the fun. Uh, yeah, just another good time. Well, how about you? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna continue on with the fun. I think I talked about this either last week or the week before, but I was playing the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. Oh yeah, on PS5. And I was a little off put at first because right. it's like, um, it's kind of like, do you know how like when a new Madden game comes out? I don't know. And then they, you know, and then they change like one element to it. Like maybe this button does something else now. And it's like, I'm used to the old way. I don't like this. Okay. It's like Call of Duty. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about though? Like they change one element. And then it, it feels totally different. It's like a, in a bad way. Yeah. Like, it's like, I got to get used to this now, but I'm used to the old way. So I don't like it. You're just adjusting to the, yeah. and is, is that carrying through? Cause you did mention that. I did that um, because it felt weird. The, the swinging in the first Spider-Man game felt perfect. Right. It felt easy. Felt very fluid, very natural. And in the miles, I was complaining a little bit. It felt slower. Oh yeah. And I thought it was like, oh, this character is like new to being Spider-Man, right? Yeah. And I think it is a little bit that, but it's also a little bit of the PlayStation 5 feature of the triggers. The like haptic feedback. Um, It's called something else. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's like reactive. Reactive breaking? <laughs> I forgot what the trigger, it's like there's actually a resistance oh, to it. Interesting. And what I did was I turned it off. And then I was like, whoa, now this is fun. This is way easier. It's a baby's game. Because <laughs> I think like, I think there's like more resistance to the the trigger depending on like how you swung like at the peak of the swing or the stretch of the webs. Does it like give out like when it gets easy like when you're swinging? A little bit, yeah. Is it is that what, like that's what I imagine from what you're describing? Yeah, like, like on your upswing like when it's fully stretched, it's a little harder maybe. And then it gives out, and then you're like swinging flat. Yeah, like, when you, you don't let like go, a, it kind of releases. Yeah. Uh, I just turned it off. <laughs> it's because you have the pointing fingers of a little girl. <laughs> But um, I will say this: I, I beat the game now. I hundred percented it. Oh, really? Yeah. The completion is it? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it is. Um, it's weird because it's shorter than the original game, right? And it wasn't. Right. They, they never. They never marketed it as a full game. Mm-hmm. It's. But it's not like a half a game either. It's almost like three fourths of a game. Is it one of these one point fives? Yeah. They label it as. What, but it feels even more than that. Oh yeah. It's like almost a full game, but I can tell it's a lot less than the Spider-Man game. It sounds like they just didn't want to promise you just the length of the first game, but it's yeah. a full game in a way. Like if this was the like. If the amount of hours and time I spent playing this was a Super Nintendo game, I would say, oh, that's a full game. Oh, really? But games have gotten way longer, right? <laughs> Super Nintendo games take me so long because they're hard <laughs> for me. I don't have the reaction for them. But I mean, like games nowadays are right. like, you're playing like hundreds of hours for a campaign, right? You're talking about like Witcher, Skyrim. Yeah, like that's too much. You're living a life in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one you could beat, I think I played this in like three weeks of like every now and then, right? Yeah, you know, not, not every night playing it. Uh, and because of that, I think the story is tighter. Oh, they do not have to pack in, um, unnecessary stuff. Um, I never liked Miles Morales more than Peter Parker until this game, maybe. Oh, wow. Really? That's interesting. It convinced you? Uh, Even though I said like, I didn't like the voice actor, the story that Miles goes through in this is like better than what I've seen him in the comics. And in, even in, in Spider-Verse movie. So it's not just a carbon copy of those stories? No, no. It's its, it's own thing? 
It's, oh, that's a, cool. it's its own story. You know, his relations to characters are the same. Oh, okay. And um, Peter Parker is in it, but um, it's a Miles. Of course, it's it's his story, and uh, I like the story better than I like the Peter Parker story in the first one. So you're just comparing the two video game Spider-Man. Yeah, just okay. because I felt like the obviously the first one is longer, so they had put more stuff in it, and maybe some stuff fell short. Mm. Whereas Miles is a shorter story, so there's. N- Nothing that is there to just make filler. Is nothing's holding it down to you. Yeah. Okay. But just um, in general, like the ending, the climax of the story, the way the boss fight played, one of the best endings of all the video games I've ever played. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let I me give this a, a ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Wow. You work for IGN. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. Because they don't make video games like this that often, where it's like, we don't have to make you feel like you earned every penny you spent on it, because games now are so expensive. Because it's literally cheaper. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because huh. it's it's more than a DLC, obviously. It's like its own game. Yeah. Like, like if games were $60, I think this came out and it was $40. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I loved it by the end. Um, If they... I really want to see Miles Morales in live action now. Oh. And I think, like, this is the story. Or they should adapt. Wow. Okay. So it looks like this Miles Morales is a little bit older than the the different Miles Morales we've seen. He is looks that like guess? that, but they say he's like a teenager. Okay. Okay. I was just wondering if they should, when he enters into the MCU, or what if Sony just keeps him? Yeah. Should he be a little bit older, like this one? I think um, he shouldn't look like a kid. Yeah. Right. But you know, like a teenager. Okay. Okay. Because I think Tom Holland is like in his twenties, right? Yeah. So okay, something like that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think if you have a PlayStation 5, this is a great game to um, get for a PlayStation 5 to like really see how the graphics look and stuff because it, it looks great. I could tell the difference between this and the PS4 game. Really? Yeah. On the PS5, even though you played just played it? Yeah, because it's made for the PS5. It's it's really using the power? Okay. Yeah. Whereas like I was just playing the PS4 version on the PS5. What about the different face? Did it make a difference to you of a different Spider-Man face? Well, at first I was like, who is this? And then once you realize who it is, you forget because he's also under the mask most of the time. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. He's just teaching you stuff every now and then. Yeah, it's the same voice actor, so I know who it is. Okay. I trust him. And um, yeah, he has different powers than Peter. And I think um, I think that in itself was made the game funner. Switching it up or just like it's actually better experience than, than Peter? It's better experience. Well, how about the suits? Is there a yeah. lot of di- more different suits? I don't think there's more suits, but there's a lot of different suits. There's probably like, I'm guessing 16 to 20 suits. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's a big deal in that game, those yeah. games specifically. I love, like, I get, I have a short patience with suits. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, like, I'll play it, and then it's like, two minutes, I want to change my costume. And you could just do that in the middle of the game. Do you have, like, the one that's, like, for sure, hands down the, the favorite? So, most of the time, I played as the, you could be the Into the Spider-Verse version. Oh, cool. Like, it looks like that, like, yeah. that style, like, his... Arms a little skinnier. Oh, it looks like a cartoon. Different? Yeah, it looks oh. like a cartoon. It looks exactly like the movie. That's pretty cool. And But then the setting is the real world, right? So it looks... It makes the surrounding area look even better. It makes it pop better. Yeah. Oh. And then the way he swings and stuff. And like, there's even um, a setting you could turn on where like, when you punch a bad guy, it says pow. Cause that's what it was like in the movie. <laughs> that's kind of fun. Okay. Yeah, stuff like that. I love it. Okay. Oh. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's a game I would play again eventually. Oh yeah. I'm even more excited for the, the next one now, which I think is not coming out to like end of this year. But like you said, there's a trailer out for it already. Yeah. The tra- a teaser trailer has been out for a while. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm eager to play a game where you play as both spider
Spider-Man. I'm interested in that. Okay, interesting. Maybe like jump back and forth at a certain yeah. point in the game. Because they have their very different um, set of, one, powers, but two, like even their supporting characters and they have their own lives like i feel like they're the only ones in their lives that connect like none of the characters in the first game really appeared that much in this game okay like some are referenced but besides peter parker he doesn't deal with peter other peter parker characters maybe that's of interest to me too because if i, I know mj's story i know yeah yeah uh, norman osborne's story already so mm-hmm. that's a, well how about the villains i mean just to say you don't have to spoil who they are or anything like that but uh, is it fulfilling enough with all the different villains? Because you got a lot in the first it's more one. more fulfilling. Yeah. Because there's not as many. Like, spoiler, in the first one, this was the game came out for a while, the main villain who they featured in all the trailers was Mr. Negative. Yeah. And he was the main villain. But then it transitions later to even more villains. And in this one, it kind of does it. Like, the villain oh, you wow. see is the villain you'll fight to the end. That's really cool. Okay. And um, it's it's impactful. I, I really like the story. Sounds like a real antagonist. It really made me um, want to play story video games a lot more again. Again? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because I haven't played a great one since, like, Uncharted. Probably the second one. The second one? Yeah. Wow. Uncharted 2, I think, is the last 10 game, I would say. 10 out of 10? 10, 10 out of 10. Wow. Okay. So, maybe that's the switch. It's moving away from movies and going to video games is where the comic book stuff is going to live. I hope so because this is a great game but all the other ones lately have not been great. I think Guardians of the Galaxy was a pretty good game but you know um, the Avengers game people didn't like that. Uh, I think Midnight Suns was okay but it's niche. Forgettable yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for these like solo campaign games. Real story mode feeling like you're the character. Yeah. Really cool. Okay. I really hope they use the story to uh, pull from when they make him in live action. Yeah. I'd love that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Re- something I haven't seen already from yeah. this character. Okay. You should play the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's your it's your PS5s. Uh, well, yeah. Can you should probably buy your own. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I, that's been a game that's out already, but I'm, I'm yeah, still interested it's, it's in it. Pre- it's like two years old already. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's still like one of the best PS5 games to get. I think I think it's also one of those things for like a long time people couldn't get PS5. So that's maybe, true. It's, maybe it's like it just came out. You guys, this is when you guys need your review is right now. <laughs> I'm going back and playing a lot of launch games. So. Yeah. <laughs> Tutorials and all that. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, that is it. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? That's it for me. Just enjoying uh, that 90s show. Okay, great. I'm going to try to catch up on that. And guys, if you want to catch up with our episodes, just make sure to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We've got a whole backlog. I think we're 200 plus deep of episodes Dang. you can check out. Dang. <laughs> just search Reader Copy Podcast in your podcast app and hit follow. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. Give us a follow over there. Maybe a like. Yes. Share. Thank you for listening. Um, Daniel, can you do me the outro? If you like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. See you later. <laughs>